Hello and welcome or welcome back to Fancy a Biller podcast. I'm your host, Kirsty Taylor, and today we are chatting to the lovely Kira Carter, a poet. But for now, let's hop into our intro. Hello, hello, hello. I am so, so happy to be back with you all. Um, I have to start this episode off by saying I'm sorry that our break ended up going a little bit longer than originally planned. I think sometimes you just end up in a place in your in your life, I suppose, in your experience where you um you need a break from something. You're struggling, you're going through things. I I had a lot on my plate recently and I just felt like I wasn't doing this podcast for the right reasons and it was starting to feel like a chore and I love this podcast with every ounce and soul of my body so it was really important for me that I I took that time to to prioritize myself and figure out what was going on with me um before I came back to the pod and now it feels authentic because I didn't just want to fake it for a whole month so we are back though I'm very excited to be back I do not plan on leaving again for that long for a very very long time if ever however I will not make any guarantees because you never know um I feel like so much has happened in the last month but then like also I'm trying to rack my brains and think about what even has happened um, Naomi and I will be catching up next week as well so there'll be more information on Naomi's updates then and what's been going on with her honestly I've just been working a lot my work is like we're about to we have two and a half weeks of term left and I'm feeling very um very mixed emotions about that I am very much excited for summer and excited to move back to Edinburgh and live live my 20s the way I've always wanted to um not in a small town suburbia so that would be nice but I'm also terrified about that but they always say that that without fear there isn't growth so I think it's going to be incredible and so I suppose I've been doing lots of I have a job offer but I'm still like looking for things and um so that maybe is an update that I am moving back to Edinburgh I don't know if I was doing that before this break um and yeah work is hectic I really am gonna miss my class I really love this place I'm working right now but it's just not the location I want to live in which is really hard it's like um the, the location you live in is just just so crucial to me like a place means everything like place is something I really really value and um like loving a place is is super important and it's hard to find so I think when you find it you should you shouldn't run away from it which is maybe what Edinburgh and I have been doing for a while and um I really just love that city and I'm very excited to be back there but anyway I'm I'm kind of rambling um other updates I went to see Harry fucking Styles last night and I have to say like I'm still on a come down from that experience I have been watching Harry Styles videos for some of the day I have been listening to his albums and songs on repeat all day I think I'm more of a fan now than I was before and the concert was incredible the like hands down in a tie with Taylor Swift as the best concert I've ever seen just oh everything was immaculate I have no words and that's pretty rare I don't have any words but I just felt so 
lovely like everything was just gorgeous and everyone was so nice it was such a nice atmosphere and oh that man he just I don't I don't even know what to say like that jawline that voice like what like how does he do all of this I don't I don't understand the talent and the the kindness though that comes from him as a person it's very um very hard to like comprehend how this is just like an ordinary person but he's doing this incredible stuff and making this incredible music and living this life that that other people could only dream of and like oh I don't know it just blows my mind but I yeah I had an incredible time was what I wanted to say on that note um, which does lead me to my small wonder of the week, if you hadn't guessed, is concerts. It's been so long, so long. I think this is my first like um, concert since the pandemic started. I know I technically, it's not over, but I feel like we're getting there. Um, and it was everything I needed and more. It was, um, it was a glorious moment. Um, so that is my small wonder, just that that com- camaraderie that you feel with them. Everyone else in the crowd is is something else. It's it's pretty unbeatable. Um, so that is my small wonder. And sticking on the same theme, what I'm engaging with right now is um I am watching, of course. Um, I have actually been meaning to watch this for a while in my defense, the Harry Styles interview with Zane Lowe, like the newer one. And I have to say that nobody does interviews well I lie sorry nobody does interviews like Zane Lowe and Graham Norton and like if they put the two of them together to do interviews I well I could not handle that but he just he is such a way with words and he's so inquisitive and the way that he asks questions is so interesting and people really open up to him and I just think he's really good at what he does so on the off chance the very very unlikely chance that Zane Lowe ever listens to this episode I'm a fan of your work keep it up so that is what I'm engaging with and I really feel like everyone needs to go and watch it. It's such an interesting conversation. I'm about halfway through it. I'm loving every minute but then I was like I have to jump on the pod. Like I have so much to say. I miss the podcast. I need to I need to connect with everyone listening. So yeah we're back. We're back at it. Um, so that yeah that's kind of what's going on right now I suppose. Um other than that, the small, oh, and happy Pride Month. Naomi and I are doing a really interesting and fun Pride-related episode next week, which I'm very excited for, so stay tuned. The small business of the week that we're sharing out is like a little bit different because it's actually a small business. It's a band um, that Kira wanted us to shout out called the Side Piece Collective, and their Instagram is the underscore side piece underscore collective, which I will have linked in the show notes. And you can check out their Spotify and find out a little bit more about them. They are a Texas or like an Austin, Texas-based jazz fusion group, and I have listened to a couple songs and I, I'm enjoying it. I dig it. Um, So that is our small business for this week. And then next week and the week after we will be shouting out some pride related businesses um and the poem of this week was also picked by our wonderful guest kira so we are going to read the poet by lm montgomery the poet there was strength in him and the weak one freely from it there was infinite pity and hard hearts grew softly thereby. There was truth so unshrinking and starry shining, 
Men read clear by its light and learned to scorn a lie. His were songs so full of a wholesome laughter, those who courage were, was ashen found it once more aflame. His was a child like faith and wandering feet were guided. His was a hope so joyous despair was put to shame. His was the delicate insight and his the poignant vision whereby the world might learn that wine-lipped roses know what a drift of rain might lisp on a grey sea dawning or a pale spring of the woodland babble low. He builded a castle he built he builded a castle of dream and a palace of rainbow fancy, and the starved souls of his fellows lived in them and grew glad. And yet there were those who mocked the gifts of his generous giving. And some but he smiled and forgave them who seemed who deemed him wholly mad. Well, yeah, that is The Poet by L.M. Montgomery. We are now going to hop into the episode and our chat with Kira. So please enjoy. Okay, so for this week's charity of the week, sticking to our music theme, I have decided to shout out Systema Scotland. So Systema are a charity who are committed to improving lives and strengthening communities through music and nurturing relationships. So they have a big noise program, which is particularly focused on early years intervention and long-term delivery. So each new big noise centre begins by working with children at nursery and in primary one and two, gradually building on core skills such as listening, concentration, rhythm, rhyme and teamwork whilst learning to play an instrument in a group. Just just such an incredible programme and music can, can have a an everlasting effect on people's lives in such a positive way. So if you want to get involved with Systema Scotland, just head to makeabignoise.org.uk and there you can find out more about Big Noise, you can find out about Systema Scotland, their funding, their research jobs, volunteering, what is going on, their latest news and you can get in touch with them. So yeah go ahead and check that out. Then this week's charity from our guest Kira is Crisis Text Line. So Crisis Text Line is a not-for-profit organisation that is global, providing free mental health texting service through confidential crisis intervention via SMS message. The organization services are available 24 hours a day, every day throughout the US, Canada, UK and Ireland. And to find out more about this charity, just head to crisistextline.org. Hello, Kiara, and welcome to Fancy Brother Podcast. It is so wonderful to have you here with us today. How are you? Uh, thanks for having me here. Um, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> Good. Um, the first thing we like to start off with is an introduction to the audience about who you are. So that tell them a little bit about who you are, where you grew up, what you do, and um, just like a little elevator pitch, if you will. Okay. Um. Well, I'm a writer, a freelance writer and a poet. 
um, most of my freelance writing is like research based. Um, I'm actually starting to get this internship for a blog. <laughs> so hopefully that'll work out. Um, but besides that, um, I was born and raised in Austin, Texas. So I've just been here most of my life. <laughs> um, starting to have new experiences. So just add that on to everything I'm doing. <laughs> Amazing, thank you. So we start off every week asking our guests what is their small wonder of the week so that can be anything at all that you've just been grateful for recently that perhaps you didn't notice before or something that you think is underrated so what has been your small wonder of the week um well there's something new i discovered at least like body wise i started using body oil <laughs> and i had never used that before but like emotionally positive self-talk has been really great for me this week can you speak a little bit about more about that for the listeners at home that have not heard of that? What is positive self-talk? Um, basically, like, t- taking any sort of, like, I guess, negative thing that you're telling yourself and then, like, turning it into something that can actually support you. Amazing. So what has your experience been with your mental health in your 20s so far? Have you been thriving or would you say you've been more surviving or have you kind of been surviving in order to thrive what has been your experience with that so far in your life um definitely surviving in order to thrive (laughs) uh it's been a lot of surviving especially like in the last few years um I discovered parts of myself I didn't really know before like anxiety or depression (laughs) But um, yeah, I think that like you discover those things when you have new experiences. And so I've been having new experiences and I'm discovering them and then learning how to work through them. So what has your experience been with anxiety and depression so far, if you don't mind? What has your journey been with having that, with being diagnosed and going through that whole process? What has that journey been like for you so far? Um, It's been... uh, well, it's, I guess it started like when I uh, started a relationship because, mm-hmm. you know, before I'd not really been in any. And so I didn't like tap into that kind of thing. I mean, I knew I had anxiety in school because I was always anxious about like projects, presentations. Um, but I thought I was pretty okay with that. You know, I was like handling it. But um, when, when I started making connections with more people, then I uh, saw like that I would have like obsessive thoughts about things that I never really thought about before, or like I would be hyperventilating when I uh, have difficult conversations, and then like you know waking up <laughs> feeling like a day is hard. But um, yeah, so basically those relationships kind of opened that up for me and then they also gave me a safe space to like work start working through them so what do you find works for you in order to kind of help your anxiety and to help you work through more difficult periods in your life what do you find is particularly effective for you personally obviously it's totally different for everyone but what have you found so far that is effective for your mental health um Two of the biggest things for me are uh, journaling, 
And then, mm-hmm. like, basically exposure therapy, like, facing it head on, <laughs> whatever it is. Amazing. So we're going to switch gears a little bit. How did you discover the career path that you're now in? What was your journey in finding a career path? I think that is something that a lot of the listeners are probably thinking about right now. Obviously, we're coming up to like college graduation time, university graduation, high school graduation time. And there's a lot of pressure on everyone to figure out their career path. And there's still a lot of pressure to perhaps be in the one space for a long time, which is becoming less and less common but there it still seems to play a massive part in the identity of people so what has your your journey been like with finding the career that's right for you um oh it's been a long one um so growing up I had all these different interests um they changed like almost like very very often and I realized that I liked a lot of things but when I got to college I actually uh went in as an undeclared major I didn't have a major when I went in and I uh, I was taking classes actually trying to get into the College of Natural Sciences which is for like engineering math all that kind of stuff because I really I love that stuff but that really didn't like work out because that that wasn't exactly what my gift was and I over time, like I, I took a, an anthropology class and I realized that that's basically what I already do. I observe people, you know, I try to understand people. And when I started taking those classes, I realized that that's, that's basically what I want to do. But to do that, you also have to like get more training to do it professionally. And in my journey towards like getting more training for that, I discovered that I also want to like, well, part of anthropology is writing. So when I graduated college, I just started to try to write um, anything that came to mind because I realized that I actually had something to say. Before I wanted to write, but I didn't really like know what to say. So I'd just sit down and be like, eh, there's nothing coming up. <laughs> um, so uh i started writing like after college and reading a lot and just trying to like feel my way to a career Mm -hmm. Um, and so far it's been getting me to a lot of interesting places so i uh, i started just writing and then i started my relationship not long after that and when that happened i discovered that i basically loved writing poetry as i we had a conversation and like, I was talking about starting a writing, uh, writing habit. And like the, the one thing I could see myself doing every day was writing a poem. And so I just started, <laughs> I wrote one poem, I wrote a few and then it just kept going for like years. And I, I would post them on Instagram so I could keep myself accountable. And uh, it became like a thing I love to do. Um, and so I did that and I've been doing that, but not as much recently. And um, and then along the way, I was listening to a lot of podcasts. I listened to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, some of them are about like mental health, psychology. And I realized that I'm actually very interested in that as well. And so uh, basically, um, 
I'm at the point now where I've done freelancing, a lot of freelance, well, no, but like some freelancing, and I want to try to get to a place where I can become a therapist eventually. So what is whining? <laughs> what is one thing you wish people kind of knew about psychology that they don't, or about therapists that they don't? Is there something you think is not? spoken about I feel like there's kind of a, a perception of therapy and psychology as being like the the thing you see in films where the person is lying on the couch and the therapist is just there with their notepad is there anything that you think people don't realize about that career path that you'd like to share with the audience hmm. um, well given that like I guess trope I think that therapists at least the ones that I hear about or like the ones that I read about and like in my own like journey towards that really care about people you know like their heart is in it but it's it it seems like um you have to be in a place where you're objective but at the mm -hmm. same time like empathetic and so that's difficult yeah, you can imagine it would be a, a hard balance to strike. You spoke a little bit about poetry there. So how did you first discover poetry? Like, do you even remember reading the first poem when you were younger? Was there a poet that you enjoyed reading when you were younger? Did you like poetry as a child? Or is it something you kind of grew into? What has been your experience of like discovering the world of poetry so far? Hmm. Uh, it's been interesting. So like... When I was growing up, um, I guess a lot of my childhood was like singing and dancing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my dad would sing a lot. We would like dance at family parties. Um, and so lyrics, you know, poetry and mm -hmm. lyrics was big for me. And I would always like listen closely to the lyrics of a song and then like remember the lyrics to a lot of songs. And then when I was in high school, I was taking an English class and like we had to do a poetry unit and so in that time I started realizing that like even because I was taking like a difficult course like I was doing higher level classes and like I was mm -hmm. having all this work but like when it came to poetry it felt easier for me it just felt like natural like almost just like a way of speaking and so I, I sort of started feeling like it, that's a comfortable form of writing for me then. And then after that, I guess I just, I don't know, it seemed like I skipped, <laughs> I skipped from there to like after college, just like deciding that, okay, yeah, there was one, there was one instance I, I was like, starting my relationship and I wrote a poem for like the first time I guess I guess seriously for me ever mm -hmm. <laughs> that would be the first one like the first real one and I realized that it wasn't that difficult like it was natural and so after that 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 was the starting point for me like of writing poetry but listening to poetry or like reading poetry that started in high school when I did that class what how what is your writing proce process how do you write a poem is there times where you feel like it comes to you do you have a kind of a routine with your writing do you think of a word and then go from there and start to rhyme do you start off with a line and then or a stance obviously I know there's so many different 
ways to write poems and I'm sure that it isn't the same every time but is there one way of writing that you tend to go back to when you're writing poetry um yeah usually I try to like visualize a feeling so usually mm -hmm. I'm having a feeling and I visualize it and oftentimes I also hear a line like in my head and like I'll just go with that I'll start with the line and then like just try to expand on that and do you always make your poems rhyme do you like them always to rhyme or are you not so bothered about rhyming um, rhyming isn't like my objective all the time although I think it comes out anyway because mm -hmm. it's just like some things rhyme like without you even trying <laughs> but <laughs> I do like when they rhyme but not like very structured rhyming so what would you say your journey in terms of being a reader rather than a writer, what has your journey been with literature throughout your life? Not just poetry, but like all forms of literature. What role do you think that has played in your childhood and in your adulthood now? How important or valuable have you found it to be? And what, what kind of capacity has that given you within your life? Uh, it's been pretty big. I, I was, when I was a kid, I was that kid who was like always reading a book. <laughs> Um, usually it was just like, uh, like, I would say like survival, I like that, or like, um, uh, I guess, well, you'd say YA for like middle school or high school, but mm -hmm. before then it was like, um, just reality, like ones where it was like, I don't know, I keep thinking of Little House on the Prairie or things like that. <laughs> um, and so it helped me with uh, language mm -hmm. and like, uh, I would say adapting to like other people too, because I have a lot of family and so I would spend a lot of time with my family and then outside of my family, I would be like more anxious, but like the more I could read, the more I felt like I could understand people and then I was more comfortable around people. And, um, and now I, I listen, primarily to audiobooks because there's a lot going on um but I love listening to like classical classic literature that's been great for me right now amazing as a freelance writer what tips do you have for people who want to get into the freelance writing space what is something that you kind of wish you had told someone had told you when you started to free, freelance write, what is kind of a key thing that you're like, oh, that would have been really good advice to have received? Um, I think some good advice is like, uh, and I mean, I've seen this a, a bit, like start with a good rate <laughs> um, because you, 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 when you're starting out, it's kind of hard to like get a bit of like a good pay Mm -hmm. but also just like um some more advice would be keep going there are a lot of jobs out there and so like uh if you get rejected from one that's just like you know a learning experience and just learn from it and keep going what is your routine with freelance writing is there a certain way that you like to right when you are doing stuff that you are being paid for is it a different approach to that than you take for personal writing is there some writing that you don't share 
and others that you do like how do you kind of compartmentalize the different writing that you do um well I think for freelance writing I prefer to do like more technical stuff and then like personal stuff is is poetry for me mostly yeah because um if I were to write more creative things for um for 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 projects I think it would I mean, I could, it could be done, but it would feel, I guess, like, uh, it would be difficult to, uh, to like put the emotion in it. Like I mm. want it to be authentic, you know, with every poem that I write. So that would be like, that's why I like to separate those two. Would feel kind of forced if you had to do it creatively. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any yeah. writing that you write that you don't share? There are some poems out there and of course like all my journaling <laughs> um yeah mostly that um yeah just that really <laughs> do, you, do you have a process that you go through to help you decide whether or not you want a poem to be kind of public or private if you want it to be something that just kind of exists for you to help you through an emotion or if you want it to be something that is shared and other people can work through things they're going through. Is there kind of a process you go through in order to decide like what, what should go on your Instagram and what should stay in your journal? Like what, it, what is that process like? Um, I think for me, if I can see that it's um, like really specific or maybe like even more about one person, I usually like mm -hmm. to keep it to myself although there have been some that are like really personal that I would like put on Instagram but I think that I would also consider for that is it going to be helpful to somebody or like would somebody um identify with this feeling or this image or whatever I wrote mm, okay I love that so a little bit of a rapid fire. What is your favorite way to practice self-care? Um, definitely going back to like journaling and self-talk, just like those are the, the things that make me feel the best. <laughs> just Amazing. getting it out, basically. And um, what is your go-to drink? It can be alcoholic, non-alcoholic, doesn't matter. Like what, what is your, or both, what is your go-to drink? Um green like just herbal tea oh, nice drinking tea and do you have iced tea in summer or do you still stick to to hot tea i still stick to hot tea okay <laughs> do you have any summer plans um gonna try to you know get some work but also like go walking i want to be outside as much as possible and like swimming hikes all that I want to do that do you have a favorite poet right now or just of all time um I think well it's I guess between Ellen Montgomery who like wrote Anne of Green Gables and you know those series and like Charles Bukowski those two really speak to me I like them a lot what is an outfit that you live in kind of like your uniform of choice I'm often wearing either leggings or sweatpants and like just a cute top. 
Nice. Have you got a quote that you live by or kind of like a life motto? Um, yeah, definitely. I always find myself thinking, just take it one step at a time. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That's a, And then finally, before you shut yourself out, what are you engaging with right now? Is there something that you're loving right now? It can be a book, a TV show, an exercise class, an app, anything tall in the world that you'd like to recommend to our listeners. Um, definitely. Well, I've been watching the show called Offspring. It's like an Australian show. And mm -hmm. it's, it, I'm so hooked. <laughs> um, and there's also, I think, there's one more thing. Uh, I've been using this fitness app that I've been using for like years. Um, it's like the seven minute like women's workout app. And I just always want to tell people about it because it's so good. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Kiara. Shout yourself out. Let our listeners know where can they find you? Where can they find your poetry? Where can they get in touch? All, all the things. Plug yourself. Thanks. Um, so I have a website, but it's like linked to my Instagram. So my poetry Instagram is kiara.carter278. And that's basically where you can find all the links. Um, I do have an Etsy that I think is under the same like alias and yeah it's better perfect well thank you so much for coming on and to everyone at home have a good week see you later bye bye that is the end of this week's episode thank you so much for listening please do remember to tune in next monday when naomi and i will be talking about all things pride for now to stay up to date with all things fab check out our instagram at fancy blather our tiktok fancy blather and head to our website fancyblather.com whilst you're at it you can leave a review if you're on spotify all you have to do is click the button and then how many stars it literally takes less than 10 seconds so please go and do that or leave us a review on apple or whatever other platform that you're listening on and don't forget to share the episode with everyone that you chat with thank you have a good week bye